I'm beginning to understand this week how very alike we all are as parents, no matter where you are in the parenting you know, journey. Meaning we've all failed. We've all, we all make mistakes. And so more of your parenting fails and oops today. Let this you know, help you feel better. If you forgot to pick up your kid or you left without your kid at daycare or you, you know, didn't take them to the doctor when they actually had a broken bone or something, you're not alone. You know, since uh, Lots I'm, a, of it. I'm a new grandparent, I need to check with Sammy and Melissa and see, yes, you know, I- since Hollis is not even two weeks old, if they've already failed. Oh, I hope not. Because you know what? It's a delicate time, yeah, especially I know, for I know, Melissa. I know. I wouldn't bring yeah, up failures yet. And and you've taken it to a whole new layer that Jody and I haven't experienced. Now you've got the possibility of a grandfather fail <laughs> at some point, you know, which would be right? easier for you to take. Probably uh-huh. you're, yeah, not yeah. A, you're not as hard on yourself when you're a grandparent, right? right? And, and and usually everybody writes that off. Well, he's he's grandpa. You don't worry about it's it. It's just yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not really his he anyway. Doesn't yeah. He doesn't know any better. Thank God he's back with us. So now. old school. <laughs> so anyway, you know what? And keep your calls coming today. We love hearing from you and chatting about all this. It's kind of like therapy. For all of us, 877-310-4MSJ. There's no parenting without, you know, mistakes and, and guilt. I keep telling everybody. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, switching subjects, you know, we had talked about recently, um, and producer Chad had jumped in on it about how I'm always cold. Often I'm cold. Yeah. And I'm sorry, because you guys are always running hot and we're always, you know. It's, it's a battle of thermostats. It is. And, and producer Chad said that he had read somewhere that scientifically you could convince yourself that you're cold like if you start thinking of cold things you can convince yourself psychologically that Mm. you're actually cold well what was weird is didn't he say you can convince yourself that you're cold but not not hot yeah i keep trying to when i'm cold i keep trying to picture a a roaring fire and i'm like ah that would be good so i I try i'm trying to use the trick on myself Mm -hmm. but you understand this book i'm currently reading it's called the mountain between us it's in our not so serious book club i was reading it last night before going to bed and it made me cold it made me cold. Were they on a mountain? They are in the snow. Wow. They are in d- below, you know, negative temps, and they can't get out, and they're breathing icicles. And uh, it's a story well, of survival. I just got cold just now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's true. You can you can make yourself think you're colder than you actually are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's spring now. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. First one of the morning. This new. Uh, racy movie that Jennifer Lopez is in. She's got yeah. some big co-stars joining her. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I don't know if you've heard about the new movie that they they started they're start starting filming this week in New York, uh, starring J Lo as a dancer. But not the kind of dancer you're used to seeing her. Uh-huh. We're talking about in the club. Yeah. Near a pole. Exotic dancer. There you go. A dancer. Yes. And there's some video floating around on the internet of her doing, like, learning that for this movie. Yeah. The movie's called Hustlers, and it's based on this article from New York Magazine in 2005 about these sort of dancers who scammed Wall Street. Wall oh. Street men out of millions. Oh, so it's like based on reality. It's based on reality. On an article, oh. a journalist, you know, like sort of uncovered this. Mm-hmm. And so now the movie's being made. Jennifer Lopez stars. Crazy Rich Asian star Constance Wu is mm-hmm. in, in this. Riverdale's Lily Reinhart. And now it's been announced that Cardi B will make her film debut. And Cardi B, a, lot of big names. a long time ago, used to be this kind of dancer. Apparently. Oh. Apparently. Well, maybe she'll so, teach J-Lo a few things. I don't know if anybody can teach J-Lo anything about dancing, but the movie's called Hustlers, and um, it starts filming tomorrow, I'm sorry, I think today, this week, in New York City. Um, yesterday, this has a big, been a big week for trailers. 
Um, Netflix dropped another full trailer for season three of Stranger Things. We're not kids anymore. They look so grown up. I mean, what did you think? So 80s. We're just going to sit in my basement all day? If you didn't get to see it, go soak up the 80s-ness. Yeah. It's important to me that you feel safe. I want you to feel like this can still be your home. They crammed so much into this trailer that you have to see it. And if you were a kid in the 80s, a teenager alive in the 80s, you have to see it. What's funny is from season one to two, everybody kind of kept the same look. This one, since the kids are all definitely grown up. Oh my gosh, so much Hopper looks different. Look, Eleven, the main character, looks looks so different, um, and it looks so good. Check out the trailer. It's live now. You can find it anywhere for Stranger Things Season 3. And by the way, we get that on July 4th. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Love to hear from you this morning, 877-310-4MSJ. Yeah, and when we miss your calls, you leave us messages. We love to check them. We do check them all, so let's do that next. Give us a call anytime. We like to chat with you. 877-310-4MSJ. But when the phones are all full, Mm -hmm. you can um, leave us a message. We always like to dig into those. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hi, my name is Pam, and I was driving to work this morning, and I was listening to Jody talk about her daughter taking German. And I just wanted to say that um, German isn't as hard as a lot of people think. Mm. Many, many years ago in school, I took the only language we had, which was Spanish, and thinking, how would I ever use that in my lifetime? And then I spent the next 20 years in San Antonio teaching at bilingual school, mm. uh, definitely not becoming a, um, a conversational Spanish, but it definitely helped. But in college, I did end up taking... Um, French and German and Italian, one because I'm a musician, a singer, and I will say that it made it a lot easier because of Spanish. Um, You see that a lot of their rules and their words, everything, are so similar. (gasps) So it's actually going to help her a lot, and it's easier than the English language. It's funny. Uh, But I just wanted to share that, and it's going to be good for her. Y'all have a great day. Bye. Thank you, Pam. Pam. My friend uh, Randy said the same thing. He said there's so many uh, common commonalities between German and English that she'll pick it up just like that. Right. You know? That's when she starts high school next year. So in August, she will begin. And she's super excited about it. And I was just a little bit, because I know nothing about it. I'm Jon Snow about the German language. And Why don't so, you uh, buy some bratwurst and get started? <laughs> I'll let her guide me on that <laughs> little journey. But I'm excited for her to to do this especially now that i me too you know i I, we keep hearing that it's it's not so tough after all thank you pam uh give us a call anytime jump in even if you leave us a voicemail 877-310-4msj Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, Murphy keeps doing something when we're all mm-hmm. together that he actually regrets <laughs> afterward, and you're doing it right now. Uh-oh. So we'll tell you about that next. Remember um, a few days ago when we all sort of hung out together, partied together, if you will, for St. Patty's Day? Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, hung out oh. together. 
Yes, so, sober party. I know. Yeah. Well, that's and, and that's good, Sam. It was There's nothing fun. wrong with that. And and that wasn't just a few days ago. It was actually four or five now. Okay, you're it's right. Been a while. Um, I wanted to bring something up because we have all this fun together, and we take pictures together, and all this kind of stuff. And when it's over, and I'm sharing pictures, Murphy's like, "Ah, oh, I had my stupid glasses hanging from my shirt." Yeah. yeah. And um, you do that a lot lately. And you've got them hanging from your shirt right now. Do you know that? Oh, well, I mean, we're just among friends in here, right? <laughs> yeah. Not a problem. Anyway, yeah, it's just a habit you get into. Do you do anything like that, Sam? Yeah. Uh, I mean, see it later in pictures? Glasses that go in my pocket. Oh. And then I realize, okay, that looks <laughs> glasses pop-paw-ish, even though I am. But yeah, there's times when I'm not expecting a picture or you don't suck in the gut and stick out the neck you right. know, to get rid of all the flab. Yeah. Uh, I had one the other day where I had glasses and a pen in my shirt. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, and I see those after it's the fact ha- and it's, it's like, habit. man, I wish I'd have been... You're just I'd living. But anytime there's photo ops, remember, we're in that world. Several years ago, whenever I did that dancing thing where I was yeah. learning to do salsa and I yeah. did this whole dance thing with charity and all that, one day... A photographer from a local magazine came and took pictures of us rehearsing, me and my dance partner. And we took all Which these- Which was not me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, but anyway, they took pictures of us together and we did all these cute little ta-da poses. Mm-hmm. And I was just like in a leotard, just practice stuff, yoga pants and stuff. And um, the picture, we looked at him. Okay, great. Let's get get on with it. She goes away. The picture gets, this is years ago- published in the magazine and used and he had sunglasses on his head and he never forgave himself for that he just was like please photoshop that but you know when you're just living your life and doing your thing i don't think that's a bigger deal i mean it bothered him yeah and that was him being featured professionally he's a professional teacher yeah well and that picture feels so permanent you know it's pictures are permanent Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, just, oh. like, just like the internet. And since some we've... people have found that out the hard way, haven't they? <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, in case you missed uh, producer Bailey's good news, his dog Hank is home again after running away a second time. Uh, Mary wants to chat with you about this, Bailey. She has a similar dog. Give us a call anytime. We'd love to chat with you. 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or text to that number. What's up, Mary? Well, I know you guys are dog lovers, and I've been listening to your stories this morning about yeah. about the lost dog, and I just thought I'd share my crazy lost dog story with you. Um, yes. A few, about a month ago, my sister's uh, lab got loose, and she was actually a puppy from a litter we had, you know, plus she's my sister, so kind of crazy. It doesn't happen real often with dogs, but... She had taken off and got far enough away mm-hmm. from home that she more or less couldn't find her way back. And mm-hmm. this uh, like kind of fight or flight mechanism, you know, sure. their nature kicked in. And we looked for her for five days. She was about five miles from home. She kept mm-hmm. going like east and west, back and forth, but she wouldn't come back to her direction. <laughs> sure. but, but you talked about the power of social media. We right. had Facebook messages. We had group chats. We had all this. Um, but she kept running from even her owners. They got as close to 20 feet from her and right. she bolted. That's it what's was, going on with was, yeah, yeah. Bailey. Yeah. Is that what happened? Because I, I, I had never heard of it, but my nephew mm-hmm. who owns her, you know, kind of did some research and 
found out that, you know, that's the worst thing to do is shout at them, call to them, chase them because, they, you know, just this instinct kicks in. And we uh-huh. ended up getting this, um, it was this homemade trap. We had to trap her, lure her in with some, some meat and good stuff because we knew she was hungry. Yeah. But it was it was quite an event. But, boy, the power of social media and great to see people pulling together, you know, for, for the good of this, this sweet dog. Yeah. You, you do it for the dog and for the owners, you know, because the time, the first time right. when it happened, he had just adopted him. We were all just devastated. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? I remember. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. So if that happens to him again, tell him not to give up. It, it, it'll, it'll come home. Yeah. I don't <laughs> so, think he'll ever give up. Just it's just exhausting to lose the dog. You know, it's like... <laughs> thought i'd share that it's just uh you know it's just nice when people can help and Mm -hmm. and uh but yeah we love these critters so much we want to do everything we can to protect them and get them home (laughs) right thank you mary but thank you i just love hearing your stories and and like i said i'm a fellow dog lover and i I appreciate the the way you guys foster and just show your love for animals that makes me feel good thank you they make me happy so yeah i'll always do it yeah thanks mary um, 877-310-4MSJ to join us anytime. And for the record, everybody, producer Bailey's dog, Hank, is back and probably has about six for different now. tracking devices <laughs> on him now. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. More about the Sopranos prequel movie, Somebody Else Has Been Cast, and The Dirt from Motley Crue is coming. It's like yeah. you shouldn't watch it. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Yeah, there's something um, really racy coming to Netflix this weekend. It's the Motley Crue autobiography uh-huh. come to life documentary on Netflix called The Dirt. It could have happened to anybody, but it didn't. It happened to us. Crazy. Don't let your kids accidentally see this. Like, be very careful. Yeah. This is based on their autobi- their collective autobiography, which I picked up once and I was scandalized. And I read like one chapter. Yeah. One chapter is Vince, another chapter is Tommy, and so on and so on. So it's a collective autobiography. And you can tell that they see things very differently and they have zero filter. It is one of the most... Well, then it's perfect. Dirty things ever. And the deal was they wanted... This project has been in the works forever. And it fell through a lot of times, not because the guys can't get along, because sometimes they can't. And um, we'll get to that because they did all get back together recently. Um, the director, they, they were attached to some other companies, production companies and like studios who didn't see it the way they did. Like Nikki Six even said people wanted to change it up so it would fit into their format or mm, whatever. It's like, no, the you Hollywood mold. there's no changing this story. We were wild. We were crazy. We were the craziest. Um, and so... This one director came along and Netflix Netflix came along and he says, save the project because they were willing to say, this is what you are. Fine. We'll show it. Um, Last year or two years ago when they were wrapping up filming in New Orleans, they had filmed some of it there. All of the former band members came back together to see some of the production of it. And that was the first time they had all four been together in the same room in a long time. So there's been some healing. Not that there hasn't been some fighting. Yeah which you'll see some of that. So that debuts this weekend on Netflix. And like I said, don't let your children accidentally catch this, even if they're rock and roll fans. Um, I do have a little bit of news. Moving on, The Many Saints of Newark, that Sopranos prequel movie that we are getting. Yes. Someone else famous has been cast, not just um, James Gandolfini's son, Michael, but Leslie Odom Jr. 
has been cast. It's a lead role. They won't be specific about who, you know, what exactly. Oh, he's, he's, in, the, uh, he's from Hamilton. He's the Hamilton star. He also does The Nation. What is on your side? He's, he's got an amazing mm-hmm. voice and he's so super talented and he has star- signed on for a starring role. They're not letting much else out about it, but super exciting. Does that mean there's going to be singing and dancing? You wish. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. And, uh, you know, as you know, Sam keeps us up to date on all the new things. If it's food-related, Sam's got it. Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. There is a company in Denver that is testing out uh, AI voice-assisted ordering at a drive-thru. Oh, I know you want that, Artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence. I know you want that. And her voice apparently uh, sounds like Alexa. Obviously, it's not Alexa, because she's probably got a deal. Would you like a number one or a number two? And the the, 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 uh, fast food place that's trying this out said it's actually cut down order times about 20%. Because there's no yeah. miscommunication with, huh? Okay, well, that's not the human involved. That's the technology problem. Yeah. When you say AI, that means the artificial intelligence, the Places computer speaks to you. Yeah. And then because she's like, you know, an echo or whatever, she completely gets it accurate. She gets wow. the order accurate and it, it'll pop on the screen for you, you know, whatever she's saying. And she offers you, I've, I've seen one of the uh, the demonstrations of it. And it's like, how can I help you? And he orders a burrito. We have three choices of breakfast burrito. Da-da, da-da, da-da. Okay. Would you like a beverage with that? The person ordering, though, realize before you get your hopes so sky high, Samuel, Samuel, the person ordering has to speak correctly and slowly and clearly. I know, know, but at least they're they're solving half the problem here because there are times when I cannot understand the person, whether it's the technology, the equipment, or the person themselves. They just don't have the mic close enough or whatever, you know? Yeah. But uh, the the only problem to me that I see with this, I love it, but you're going to have the class clown comedian type go up to this thing and start having (laughs) different conversations with it and hold up the line, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Bet you always, don't have one of those. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks, I'll have a Big one. Mac. I'm sorry, sir. We don't serve Big Macs. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay, moving on to, re- some ideas, <laughs> to real food. Uh, Pizza Hut's bringing the Pizzone back. In fact, it's back now. It's their Calzone. Right. Pizza Hut's a sponsor of March Madness. That's why we're bringing it back right now. I see. Get your Pizzone for the for the games. Uh, not to be outdone, Little Caesars is bringing back the bacon wrap deep dish pizza. You ever have that one? Uh, no. Parker wanted that one time. And we ordered it. What, oh, where's it the bacon good. wrapped? I don't understand. The outside. Oh. It's like a three-foot strip of bacon that's wrapped around the yeah. outside of this rectangular deep dish pizza. Mm-hmm. A three-foot strip? That's a yardstick long piece of bacon. Man, that comes in a big package, huh? That's what they wait for you at the Golden Gates with. I mean, okay. uh, the Pearly Gates with. The Golden Gates. A three-foot bacon Here's a three-foot piece of bacon. Come on in. <laughs> you know, Sam, it's like of, that every day here. All of your food dude news is, is fast food. Mm-hmm. It's never like, here's some quinoa. No. It's fast food with a hint of bacon. Bacon usually right. too. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. On the way, more of your calls and confessions of your biggest parenting oops and fails. We've all done it. Okay, so let's just help each other get through it. 877-310-4MSJ. All this week, we've been talking about parenting fails and oops, all because Sam forgot to pick up his son Jackson in carpool. We just started I talking about it. We're spending too much time with my grandchild, Hollis. No, no such thing. forgot about my child. No such thing, but it's just an oops, a parenting oops. It happens all the time, okay? If you're a parent, you're going to do it, and maybe you'll have trouble forgiving yourself, you know? That's how it goes. Um, we hope not, though. 877-310-4MSJ to jump in. What about you, Ann? You got one? 
Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) When my daughter was in kindergarten, Mm -hmm. uh, she kept telling me that her one of her tennis shoes did not fit her, Mm -hmm. and it was too tight. Mm -hmm. And this went on all the way to Christmas. She Uh, cried every day. She just, of course, I thought she didn't like shoes. She hated shoes. Sure, she didn't want them on. Mm. Of course, Christmas break comes, and she starts complaining about her left shoe again. And I finally look at the shoe. It is a size too small and a narrow. <laughs> oh, the no. child has went a half a year of school with a one shoe too small and a a, a narrow yeah. shoe. No, and I felt horrible. <laughs> when they tell you something consistently is the lesson for any new parents yeah. listening to this. When they are consistent about it, you know, it's just one of those things, and you're going, "Oh my mm-hmm. god, I can't believe I did this." <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully Santa Claus brought her some new shoes at Christmas. <laughs> uh, we we immediately got new shoes. Poor thing, she probably limped into Christmas. Yeah. And you know. And forgive yourself. We we all there's no parenting without mistakes or some guilt. Absolutely. And she reminds me of it to this day. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course you can't live it down. <laughs> no, of course not. Yeah. Thanks, Anne. No um guilt like that though that hangs out, you know? It just forever. You wish you could go back and undo it. I could see that happening, but I guess it's never happened to me with getting the wrong size, one size shoe that's wrong than, than the other. Yeah. When but I mean, in a, in a shoe store, people are swapping boxes left and it's right. It's true. They're supposed to check. Yeah. And they do check at checkout, but they can make that. That's a double. Like you made the mistake and then they made the mistake at checkout too. Yeah. And plus now on the on the, t- the tongues, you got US, UK, this, men's, it's too women. Much. It's like. Boggles the mind. Yeah. Mistakes happen. Thank you, Ann. 877-310-4MSJ. Jump in anytime. Coming to you next, Melissa. Keep your calls coming. Parenting fails and parenting oops. There's no doing this without making mistakes that you sometimes can't forgive yourself for. Um, little ones, big ones. 877-310-4MSJ to get it off your chest. Hey, Melissa. Hi, how are you? Good, good, and you? you? I'm good. I wanted to tell you about our parenting fail, which actually just happened over the weekend. Oh, Mm, it's fresh. Go ahead. Very fresh. (laughs) Um, My youngest daughter, who is almost seven, Mm -hmm. has celiac disease, so she can't have any gluten. Right. And we've done a fantastic job so far for the last five years, not giving her anything with gluten. Mm Mm-hmm. And my husband accidentally bought waffles that he thought were gluten-free. Yeah, oh no. And gave them to her. But I also thought they were gluten-free. So even though it was kind of his blunder, I'm going to own it too. Because right. it was going to happen to one of us. Right. Unfortunately, she ate the whole waffle. Ugh. And about two hours later, got violently ill. Mm. Oh. And was sick and throwing up for two hours. And oh, it was actually no. her idea to check the waffles right and see if they were gluten well at least she's got that sort of self-reliance and and truck you know problem solving thing in her brain yes you know that's a good thing I, I bet you did feel horrible that's bad as soon as i looked at that box and saw it was organic and not gluten-free right. my stomach just mm. fell i just thought oh my goodness i just gave my kid gluten and made her really sick right how long did it i mean how long did it take her to feel better 
It took about two hours, and then she pretty much collapsed from exhaustion, right. and she slept for about an hour and woke up and was fine. And, and now we know, we've always wondered, well, what happens? Because people with celiac have different reactions to it. Sure. We know. It takes yeah. about two hours if she eats a lot of gluten, and mm. she will be absolutely miserable. Oh, man. I am sorry to hear it. The upside to this is more waffles for you and Daddy. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, Melissa. Um, you know what? And that's the difference. Um, and people just, there's a lot of people who try to go gluten free for you know, like anti-inflammatory reasons, mm-hmm. and then there are people who have to have go. to go gluten free like that. Melissa and your family, that's a an example. Thank you for that. Hope you forgive yourself soon. Good news is, I know there's gluten free waffles now. Yeah, you do. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Anytime you want to jump in. Coming up, Sam has music news. Lionel Richie, he's got the American Idol gig. Well, now he's got a new job working for the royal family. Sam's got music news. You know, the Prince's Trust uh, that Prince Charles has, he started back in 1976, and it uh, funds a lot of his charitable organizations. Wait, you're talking about Prince or Prince Charles? Prince Charles. Oh, okay. It got me excited for a second. Yeah, when you say Prince, Jody only thinks of one prince. And that's yeah. Prince and the Prince. Revolution. And the guy in purple. Now, yes. this is Prince Charles. The Prince's Trust okay. uh, is kind of the flagship for all his charity work. Okay. Well, and they've only kind of kept it confined to, to England. England. But now he's going worldwide, global. And so he's hired a new global ambassador for the Prince's Trust. And it is Lionel Richie. Oh, Lionel. Oh, oh wow. Really? Cool. Got him American there. Yeah, he did. I, I was going to say, is this some of Megan's influence? But obviously not. Well, Mm-mm. but... And, and correct me if I'm wrong. I'm probably going to get the history wrong in here. Was Lionel Richie one of the architects of We Are the World in the 1980s? I believe yeah. so. Wasn't he, he one of the Quincy. ones who put it together? Yeah. Right. Quincy Jones. And, so yeah. it, it, Lionel Richie's always really been kind of that worldwide ambassador taking music to charity. So and cool. he's on American Idol. Yeah, he is right now. It's a pretty strong panel right now. I love that. I've always loved Lionel Richie. Job starts right now. They've announced the lineup for Woodstock 50. Now, I'd heard this was coming. Right. And I was like, yeah, Woodstock again? How many times we got to do this but they're actually bringing it up today because like miley cyrus is performing <laughs> of course she would sign up for woodstock yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh i got gotcha. her dad there too is willie nelson hanging yeah, out <laughs> i was waiting for willie uh jay-z is going to be there this year Ooh. the killers imagine dragons Whoa! chance the rapper uh black keys also Ooh. halsey's performing is this on the? I have to ask a dumb on the question. Farm. Is this yeah. the original site? It's nearby. It's not the original site. Okay, but it is in New York. Coming up in August, tickets will be going on sale in April, and they do have a small section of the. I don't know how to refer to them as the artist. The artist who performed originally at the oh, original one. I see. Uh, you know, like John Fogarty from Creedence Clearwater, right. Santana. Some of those folks will be performing well, as well. Nice. That's cool. Paying homage to those who were there. You know, I want to hear ago. Santana play wow. live. I'm fine with that. April twenty yeah. second. If you want to get tickets, and uh, Andrew Ridgely is writing a memoir <gasps> about George Michael. Really? Oh, He's God. the other half of Wham, in case anybody doesn't know. Yeah. He knew George like no one else. Wow, really? You've been reading this, huh? Well, that's I believe what, it. That's what the publicity says. It's called Wham, George and Me. <laughs> okay. From when they were in high school all the way up through when they broke up in the 80s. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll probably read that. I and think it's a good story. I love yeah. George Michael. That'll be coming out in October of this year. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. I keep it coming, parents. Your biggest parenting oops and fails. Hopefully you've forgiven yourself, but um, keep them coming. 877-310-4MSJ.
We've enjoyed hearing from you all week about your parenting fails, parenting oops. Um, we've all done it. And look, for any adult child listening, if you bring one up to your parents constantly, that karma is going to come around and your kids are going to do it to you too. Yeah. Like you kind of have to forgive your gonna parents happen. at some point for the little, they forgot to pick you up at daycare once or <laughs> dropped you off somewhere where the event wasn't happening. <laughs> Whatever reason. 877-310-4MSJ. Hey, John, what's up? I was listening to you guys mm-hmm. and uh, the one lady, it's, it's funny, all parents can relate to that. She goes there to pick the kids up. She picks everything up but the kids and leaves them, and she's terrified and runs back. (laughs) They're two and three years old. By the time they get to the brat age of eight and nine, now you wish you could just leave them for the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) By the time they hit the teenage years where they know everything, (laughs) you just wish you could just leave them there and never pick them back up again. Uh (laughs) Yeah, the teenage thing... You have to remind yourself when they do know it all and they're so adamant and they're so cranky and all that, you got to remind yourself that you were there not long ago and it's just a process they have to, they're not wrong, there's just, it's natural for them to be that, that way. Of course they're not wrong, they're right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, when, when, when are they going to develop a pill to take care of that? They got an adolescent pill. I think you got to go through it. I think you got to go through it and be that bold. You know why that happens? So that it's a, you're ready for when it's time for them to go on their own and become their adults. You're you're ready. Be ready. Maybe that's why grandparenthood is so right great. Yeah. They always said the greatest thing about grandparents is that you could always, when you got tired of the kids, then you could just leave. Send them home. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, John. <sighs> We've um, experienced some of that teenage stuff recently too and it's um it's real and but it's just where they are right now i know that's going to change in time but the things you say in your head when they mouth off Mm -hmm. it's like "Mm." if they could only hear yeah okay 877-310-4msj anytime you want to jump into the conversation we love hearing from you. We've been answering a lot of calls, a lot of parent fails, doing some therapy around here. 877-310-4MSJ. And when we miss your call, mm-hmm. you leave us messages. Let's go grab some, guys. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hi, good morning. My name is Kirk. I was calling uh, about the uh, German language. Also kind of a tie-in with Sam and his uh, mm-hmm. grandfather name, Uh Opa is what my grandson calls me, oh. and it is German for grandfather. So mm. uh, maybe that'll help out on both uh, aspects. Maybe you can learn that one or look it up and make sure I'm correct on that. Right. Thanks. <laughs> Have a great day. Enjoy the show. Thank you, Kirk. The German thing being um, our daughter Phoebe, starting high school next year, has chosen her foreign language, and that is, drum roll, German. Yeah. He did say Opa, not Oprah, right? <laughs> The German word it's for Opa. grandfather is Oprah. I feel like I've seen some sort of... I uh, Opa was Opa. a Greek thing. Maybe, maybe we're saying it incorrectly, or maybe it has a double, you know, it's it's a word that's used two different ways in two different, you know, yeah. languages. Okay, well, thank you for that, Kirk. Opa. You, um, you're, 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 you chose Pops. Pops. And maybe Opa is German for Pops. Yeah, he said grandfather. Thank you, Kirk. Um, Jump in anytime. Give us a call. We love to visit with you. And if we miss you, leave us a voicemail. 877-310-4MSJ. Tomorrow, guys, I'm going to my most unfavorite doctor's appointment. (laughs) 
That's got to be eyes. It is. Yeah. Jody has an eye thing, so it's not about the doctor. The doctor's awesome, but right. you have, you have anything that comes <laughs> near your eye it freaks you out. Yeah, unless I'm the one doing it, because I can put my contacts in and out, you and had, nobody else can mess with my eye. You had an appointment a couple weeks ago, but you I had to cancel it. it. It was funny, because that morning I'm thinking, to. watch, she's going to find a way out of this. And no. Then one of the kids got sick, and so you had to cancel it. Right. I'm sorry. Taylor had pneumonia. Mm-hmm. I think that trumps a stupid eye. Well, not a stupid appointment, but <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, um, so what are you going to pull out your bag of tricks today? I'm sitting here visiting with like producer Bailey about it the other day. Um, he has never gone to the eye doctor where he got dilated. I'm going to play that card today. I mean, I'm sorry, it's tomorrow. Well, like, what, I, I would love to not be dilated. Look, I'm no ophthalmologist, but <laughs> I think you have to be dilated to get a correct, mm. a correct correction. In other words, for them to be able to measure your vision correctly, you have to be fully dilated or you can be off by a diopter or two. Oh, well, we're going to throw on some big terms, huh? Yeah, I've, oh. I've been studying... <laughs> That's funny because the last time I went, I took Maddie. Maddie went yes, she, with me. She got dilated, but they didn't dilate me. And you didn't ask why? You got so lucky? I, I just never thought of it. I don't know. Wow. Did you go to the optometrist or the ophthalmologist? I went to Target. <laughs> okay, well, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Murphy, I mean, I, sometimes uh, I was going to convenient say, as can be. Well, but what I'm saying is sometimes, I, I mean, I, again, the ophthalmologist is more in-depth. The optometrist is measuring eyes. The, the ophthalmologist makes it a little more medical. So sometimes they can go deeper. That's the only mm. difference. Ooh, really, ooh, you know? Go deeper. Um, I, um, I'm going to a new place as well this time because I could not get an appointment at my eye doctor after having canceled for months. I told months. you to go to Target. Did you I'm get- going somewhere else that's oh. near the house where I pick up Phoebe's contacts. Okay. I was like there the other day. Did they take my insurance? Yes. Can they see me Friday? Yes. So I'm going. Huh. So, so um, they got a lot of openings. Not a lot, but mm. they had one for me. Mm. So um, fingers crossed, no dilation, new prescription. Jump in anytime. Give us a call at 877-310-4MSJ or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. Murphy's Sam and Jody, the producer's mailbag. What do we have today, Bailey? Uh, well, Jody, people on Facebook have been confessing to their uh, parenting fails. Oh, man. <laughs> so easy. It yeah. happens to all of us. We got a whole bunch of them. Iris says, I've got too many parenting fails, but the one that really makes me feel ashamed was when our youngest said that she couldn't see the words on the board. Mm. Um, I waited, I brushed it off as her wanting glasses because a friend got some. Sure. And so I, they waited a whole school year, oh, but that kid, no. bless her heart, she wasn't making it up. She really couldn't see. Yeah. And today, if she isn't wearing her contacts 24-7, her glasses are inches away from reach. Gosh, you know what we've learned from this, Iris, this week is if they consistently complain about something, yeah. you kind of need to check it out, even if you suspect there's a, yeah. you know something else going on yeah yeah Yeah, hate that yeah this one isn't quite so horrible but jennifer says we didn't live in the greatest neighborhood and i arranged Mm -hmm. trick-or-treating with a friend in their neighborhood Mm -hmm. Um, we couldn't figure out why everything seemed so calm and quiet Mm -hmm. but he was an adorable two-year-old tigger and people gushed and gave him candy whenever we get to the door yeah uh but finally around house number six they told us that the neighborhood had done trick-or-treating the weekend prior (laughs) Everyone was just being nice and not even mentioning our faux pas because he was just that cute. I wonder if he got anything but peppermints and things like (laughs) that, you know? Here's a butterscotch. Ah, a pencil. That's good to let you know the kindness of people, though. You know, when a kid shows up at your door, you give him what you can give him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. 
Um, Gail says, when my son was around four years old, my husband and I accidentally left him at church at night. Mm. We drove separate cars. He thought I had him, and I thought he had him. Oh, yeah. Classic mistake. Yeah, just some miscommunication there. You know, my grandparents, my grandfather is a retired pastor. And he's, yeah. when, when my mom and her siblings were little, he was also a pastor then. And he would do, he would talk to everybody leaving the congregation. So yeah. much talking that uh, my aunt fell asleep once on a pew um Paul's finished he closes up turns all the lights out locks the church leaves <laughs> left her in there because she had fallen asleep wow. and she woke up in a dark church alone yeah. <laughs> that's a family story that always gets told too yeah i look if anything these stories can make you feel a little bit better about your oopses mm-hmm. okay we all do them i'm sure i'm not done right 877-310-4msj jump in anytime or hit us up on facebook Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I don't know if you've heard about the new movie that they they started they start starting filming this week in New York, uh, starring J Lo as a dancer, but not the kind of dancer you're used to seeing her. We're talking about in the club, yeah, near a pole, exotic. Dancer. There you go, a dancer. Yes, and there's some video floating around on the internet of her doing like learning that for this movie. Yeah, the movie's called Hustlers. And it's based on this article from New York Magazine in 2005 about these sort of dancers who scammed Wall Street. Wall oh. Street men out of millions. Oh, so it's like based on reality. It's based on reality. On an article, oh. a journalist, you know, like sort of uncovered this. Mm-hmm. And so now the movie's being made. Jennifer Lopez stars. Crazy Rich Asian star Constance Wu is mm-hmm. in, in this. Riverdale's Lily Reinhardt. And now it's been announced that Cardi B will make her film debut and Cardi B, a, lot of big names. a long time ago, used to be this kind of dancer, apparently. Oh. Apparently. Well, maybe she'll so, teach J-Lo a few things. I don't know if anybody can teach J-Lo anything about dancing, but the movie's called Hustlers, and um, it starts filming tomorrow, I'm sorry, I think today, this week, in New York City. Um, yesterday, this has been a big week for trailers. Um, Netflix dropped another full trailer for season three of Stranger Things. We're not kids anymore. A grown up. I mean, what did you think? So 80s. We're just gonna sit in my basement all day. If you didn't get to see it, go soak up the 80sness. Yeah. Here comes Hopper. It's important to me that you feel safe. Aww. I want you to feel. This can still be your home. They cram so much into this trailer that you have to see it. And if you were a kid in the 80s, a teenager alive in the 80s, you have to see it. What's funny is from season one to two, everybody kind of kept the same look. This right. one, since the kids are all definitely grown up. Oh my gosh, so much Hopper so. looks different. Look, Eleven, the Everybody main character, looks, looks so different, um, and it looks so good. Check out the trailer. It's live now. You can find it anywhere for Stranger Things Season 3. And by the way, we get that on July 4th. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Check out the recipe online at murphysamandjody.com and on our Facebook page of... How to cook a spaghetti squash. Spaghetti squash. The reason I'm excited about finally figuring it out, it's not the first time I've cooked it. It's the first time I've really perfected it, I would say. Spaghetti squash, you buy it. It's big and round. It looks like a ball. And um, there's a lot of different ways to cook it if you start Googling. But the easiest way is to poke holes in it, put it in a pan, 
and cook it in the oven for one hour at 400. Then when you slice it, you just get rid of the seeds and then you start, you know, with a fork, pe- peeling away all the spaghetti. You don't put any olive oil or anything on the outside where you're cooking, huh? I, I put, no, I spray the pan. Uh, okay. I guess you really could put some oil on the outside Why, if you if, want to. Wouldn't that like brown it out or something? It I might, don't know. It might make it slippery to handle because you yeah, have to that's wait. True. It's pretty heavy, Sam. It would be like throwing a fireball. You don't want to do that. You know? Maybe that's not a good you idea. You cut the outside anyway and toss that. Yeah. You know, when I, anyway, the reason I wanted to share it because it's a little bit of a victory for me. Our girls love spaghetti squash. I finally figured out a good way to cook. It. And so we had red sauce the other night and they ate it on top of spaghetti squash and love it. Mm. And the next day, you know what they ate after school? Spaghetti, spaghetti squash. And with, they know it's spaghetti squash. With butter and squash. Yeah, and they salt. know that. It's kind of cool that they love it like that, you know? Yeah, I had I mean, never. It, there's, it's it's never going to be better than pasta, <laughs> but, but it's pretty good, you it know? It smells really good cooking, and it's yeah, good it does. for it's you. It's very good, yeah. Check out the method, because it worked for me, and it actually is easy. MurphySamAndJody.com. We love hearing from you. We've been answering a lot of calls, a lot of parent fails, doing some therapy around here. 877-310-4MSJ. And when we miss your call, mm-hmm. you leave us messages. Let's go grab some, guys. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hi, good morning. My name is Kirk. I was calling uh, about the uh, German language, also kind of a tie-in with Sam and his uh, mm. grandfather name, Uh Opa is what my grandson calls me, oh. and it is German for grandfather. So mm. uh, maybe that'll help out on both uh, aspects. Phoebe can learn that one or look it up and make sure I'm correct on that. Right. Thanks. <laughs> Have a great day. Enjoy the show. Thank you, Kirk. The German thing being um, our daughter Phoebe, starting high school next year, has chosen her foreign language, and that is, drum roll, German. Yeah. He did say Opa, not Oprah, right? <laughs> The German word it's for Opa. grandfather is Oprah. I feel like I've seen some sort of... Uh, Opa was Opa. a Greek thing. Maybe, maybe we're saying it incorrectly, or maybe it has a double, you know, it's it's a word that's used two different ways in two different, la- you know, yeah. languages. Okay, well, thank you for that, Kirk. Opa. You, um, you're, 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 you chose Pops. Pops. And maybe Opa is German for Pops. Yeah, he said grandfather. Yeah. Thank you, Kirk. Um, jump in anytime. Give us a call. We love to visit with you. And if we miss you, leave us a voicemail. 877-310-4MSJ. Got a little bonus for you today. It's the After the Show podcast with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Oh, and... called the Throne Cast, oh, the if throne. you will. Okay, so... Time for that already. Okay, Sam, my cousin and Candace... Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I, and you, we're big thronies, Game of Thronies, and we can't wait for April 14th. So we're going to do a throne cast about our predictions. Okay? Hang out with us for this one if you are up to date on the show. Otherwise, spoiler alert yeah. after the show today.